Hey, traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Monday, October 23, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Tons of stuff on the docket. The market is at an Irene place. Wait till you see the developments today. Not only from a trading standpoint, from a where the market finish standpoint, where they are, and what the possibilities are above and below. We've got a whole set of if-then statements right in front of us. Let's get right into the action. We're at the rubber band place. Where's the rubber band place? Well, the lows from early October happens to be 428. Just so you get a different look on the weekly chart, you can see here the low is 420.18. They headed for it late last week on Friday. They didn't close below. From a weekly chart perspective, while we're here, look what they hit today. They hit the 50-week moving average, just came up a touch short of the 100-period weekly moving average. They're not necessarily intraday trading levels, but they are important places. We like to know about them. If the market spikes them through, they'll generally want to fight back to them unless they get way too far away. Back to the daily. So let's work with the 420.18, now represented by the blue horizontal trend line. Closing price today was officially 420.46. They were below it, and when you go down to... Five-minute chart, you'll see right at the end of the day, they came close. The low was 420.24. They bounced away. In the aftermarket, they're trading slightly higher. So what we have here from a daily chart perspective is they spiked the low. They tried to rip it back up in the other direction, but yet they failed in the afternoon to hold the gains but are teetering above Irene. What's Irene for those of you that don't know? Irene is the number where if the market closes below, it's a good night Irene situation where the market can. Doesn't mean it's a guarantee, but it can begin some more and additional selling. The market can crack the rubber band. Think of Irene as the rubber band place. If the rubber band is stretched and stretched, and stretch some more, one of two things has to happen. Either the rubber band snaps back or it's going to break. And if the rubber band breaks, you're going to find the market down around 400, maybe below. You go back to the weekly chart. If the market starts scaling down and it starts selling rapidly, what comes into view? The 200 period moving average is here underneath 400, Sometimes they come up short, other times they spike them through, but the point is that's the general vicinity that the market would be heading for, not just for that reason, but because if the rubber band snaps, you're going to get sell programs where selling begets selling, panic selling sets in the whole nine yards. They did not close below there today, so it's of note. It's a puzzle piece. It's on the table. They tested a really, really, and did I say really, important place. Now, what happens if this was a spike the low and the attempt at a rip it back up in the other direction just hasn't taken hold yet? What happens if 
They're not going to scale lower. What happens if the energy is not going to be released to the downside? What happens if the October or early October lows do hold? Can you get a rally? And the answer is you're in an oversold, and I hate that term, but you're in an oversold situation where there will be short covering if the market starts to rally. Buying begets buying. The squeeze sets in. Pies in the face are issued from the traders that are short. They have to cover, and you know the rest. One thing that was very interesting, well, there was many things that were interesting today, but one thing in particular that struck me is some traders in the room were saying that one of the trending things, and I'm assuming trending on search results, Google, and all that stuff, was Black Monday. So traders over the weekend, late last week, were looking for Black Monday. They were looking for, hey, what happens if? Is the market going to crash? All that stuff. So when you see that kind of thing, the boat's tipping to one side. Yes, it can happen. It just doesn't happen that much. The market will crash in the future. It has crashed in the past, but we have to understand that those things are rare and they're very hard to predict. They typically don't want you on board for the scenario. They want to shake you off. They want you thinking another thing is happening right before the trap door opens. They pull the rug out and hence nobody's on board and the market goes down bunches and bunches of points all at the same time. You can get lucky if you're on board, but they're hard to be on board for. Also, anybody else notice on the weekly chart you may be in an on-time type of situation. Now, that could extend into next week. However, you're in an on-time type of situation, so we wouldn't be surprised to see the market test a really important place, on-time type of situation, and bounce. It's of note. It's a puzzle piece. It's on the table. Did anybody make money today inside the numbers? I need you folks from the live room and inside the numbers to put some comments under the video, let us know the results. We had what's called a Whopper with cheese today. We had a happy Monday. Wake up to fresh new lows as the overnight crew is doing it again and the rubber band gets into the snap zone. Let's get straight down to business. We have some important places. Friday's close was important. The low for 2018 was important. We talked about that. We know where some resistance is. We'll get to that later because that plays into exit points. What do you mean an exit point? Exit points for the long trade. Where was the long trade? Well, what's down below? We've got 418.30 as an important number. Just below, we had a convergence of the moving averages. We looked at that. It's a really important place. Before the opening bell, we had the pre-market thieves try and push the market up a little bit after coming down to test the important number in the pre-market. 921, before the opening bell, if they drop them, we're interested in the spot around 418.30 for a bounce back in the other direction. We think better in pictures, right of the vertical is today's activity. Here's a five-minute chart, 418.30 is the number. And you can see what happened. They came into it just a few minutes into the bell. About 15 minutes into the day, they hit it. They spiked it. They reversed back in the other direction for a rip-roaring rocket ride situation. One thing I tell traders in the live room over and over and over again, after we have the base hit in our pocket, 
We have what's called a risk-free emotionless trade on our hands. It doesn't cost you anything to hold the trailer. I stand on my head. I pound the table. I do everything I can to help traders understand that the money is made on the secondary and tertiary runs. We had whoppers today running wild. The amount of profit that was made today in the live room is mind-boggling. And I'm telling you right now, it's in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's no joke. All before the opening bell. Right here, you can see 941, showtime for the SPY bounce. I'm giving you everything you need to be successful in the market if you're able to follow directions. By 957, this one is called a whopper. Here's resistance. And by the way, this is 422.60 to 423.40 is overhead resistance. You can see here they found overhead resistance. They didn't pull back too much. They gave some scalps out of it, but they went sideways. So we know that resistance and support comes in two phases. First, they stopped going in the direction they're going. That happened. They came right in between the two numbers. Then the second phase is they're either going to run sideways or pull back. So they did some of each. Then they went up to the next place. Now you'll see that in the notes where the next places are. I urge you to pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart and double check the work. My only question for you today after seeing all this, and here's the next area resistance above 423.40, my only question for you is, what more can you be looking for in a service that's supposed to help you understand how the market works, how to trade it, and hold your hand while doing it? How are you doing? Read the notes, go back to the chart, and double check the work. You like apples? We got some more apples for you. Apple didn't hit its number though, but OKTA we'll take a look at, CTVA, Tesla, and FMC. How about OKTA? 68 bucks. The low of day happened to be what? 67.80. They had a nice little base hit on your hands. The high was 69.16, so they gave you over a buck. What more are you looking for out of a scalp with potential? They came back to retest it, stayed above it all day. So what does that tell you? The numbers work. CTVA opened slightly below the number and then had an absolute rocket ride right away from the number. Technically speaking, I don't like when they open below it, so it takes the first number off the table. So this one was a no trade from a official standpoint, but the numbers work. Look what happened. This one is just how the cookie crumbles sometimes. About Tesla, 203.93. You think we had a lot of participation in the live room on this one? You bet your bottom dollar we did. We've got a lot of traders in there that love to trade Tesla. Look at that tail candle on the hourly chart. What that tells you is you got a rocket ride right off the number. How you doing? Granny Smith apples. FMC opened below the both numbers and then ripped it back up in the other direction. Again, with the cookie crumbling situation, but the numbers work. Look what happened in that support zone. Pretty remarkable run. About 50 bucks to 58 in a flash. About CRM, this one wasn't on the list. This was on the swing trade list alerted this morning. Nice jump back off that number. Nice start to the trade. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, they still have the head and shoulders target 
that we're going to say was reached today, whether it's 164.20, 164, 160, or wherever the low was today, it doesn't matter. It's in the ballpark. So they've essentially completed the formation or the head and shoulders formation target. Does that mean that the selling has to be over? And the answer is no, it doesn't. The target was reached. That doesn't mean they can't go below the target. It's important that we understand that. If the S&P is selling on Tuesday or the Dow and the S&P and the NASDAQ are selling on Tuesday, what do you think the IWM is going to be doing? Most likely it's going to be selling. They can certainly get below 164 and change whatever the official target was of the head and shoulders formation. What about the folks down at the transportation department, Buttigieg's crew? They had a lot of selling today, down another 210 points. Below all the moving averages, trend is your friend, canary in the coal mine, perhaps. Not participating in any kind of turnaround situation today, even intraday. Weekly chart, below three out of the four moving averages, very important place in here. This is where the market went sideways, could have went lower. Energy was then released in the upside direction rather than downside. Here they are again paying a visit to that area where they tried to rally away from so we could consider this general area as what? You got it, a breakout area, breakout point. Can you pinpoint it to the penny? Not really. It's a concept. What we can do is say, hey, look, there's a breakup candle low here at 14.152 and change. That's where they have to stay above or else things could get ugly for a while. Ugly-er. Emphasize on the er. Can they run back up on the flip side situation to backtest the 50 and 100 period moving average area where they just broke through? The answer is sure they can. They can't get back above. That's bearish. If they do, they could bounce further. Put that stuff on a sticky note. What about the Q people? What's going on over here? Back to the daily chart. And you can see here they spiked the low, tried to rip it back up in the other direction. The old low here was 351.36. Today's low happens to be 351.12. So they did spike it. They had a nice rally away, but then gave up a lot of those gains in the afternoon session, what we call a shakeout operation. Shake out the Johnny-come-latelys that are trying to hop on the bus because they think the market just bottomed. They have to have a rug pulled out from under them. They must be issued pies in the face. Johnny-come-latelys. They're chasers. Pies in the face. Chasers is synonymous with pies in the face. What about the financials? Big part of the S&P. This is Fugly with a capital F. They spiked the low on Friday. Closed down there. Let's just check out what happened on Friday. So the low is 32.21. Now we've got a trend line. You can see what happened on Friday. They closed just below it. Look at this. Daily chart closed below. You can see here the closing price on the daily is 32.20 by one penny. Any accidents or coincidences? I think not. Go down to a shorter time frame, 15-minute chart. Here is also the close of Friday, and the closing price on the shorter duration is exactly 32.23. Little bit of shenanigans going on there. You could see how important that place is. Comfortably below it today. Here's a weekly chart. Are they going to put in a higher low and try and bounce, 
Or are they going to come down and test these low pivots down here? We don't know the answer to that, but that's what's on the board. Below all these moving averages, the trend is your friend until what? Right, until it's over. The trend is down until it reverses. Smash mouth, spike the low, try to rip it back up in the other direction. Same intraday or halfway through the day afternoon stall out point. All the markets, these October lows, this is not even October. This is September 27th. These lows, it's the 3rd of October in the S&P. The SMH bottomed earlier, but these lows are uber important across the board for all these markets. Doesn't matter exactly what day the low was. It's the general idea of those lows are uber important. Write that down, put it on a sticky note. The market will generally fight these lows for a while. Doesn't mean it's going to be five days. Doesn't mean it's going to be one day. Just a concept of they like to fight the lows. It's where you see a bull bear battle ensue. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I am David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.